Hello and welcome to the best podcast on the internet. I'm Savvy, your host, or Jesse. I don't know what I'm going by. We're figuring it out as we go. Um, I've got some bad news to start off. That's right. Uh, Bad news, 20 seconds in. Uh, This is going to be the shittiest podcast so far. Because it's number two. El Duce. Um, So, yeah. Get it? It's a poop joke. Yeah. I guess technically, 12 would be bad because there's one deuce. 22. I think they're progressively going to get worse, actually. Or more shitty. Not worse. It's the best. It's more shitty. Because 22 is two deuces. Or double deuce. Then 32 would be three deuce. 42, four deuce. You know, you see where this is going. Yeah, so I guess every every 10 after this, well, sorry. Maybe it should just be bathroom humor every every 10 podcasts. <laughs> let's, just, let's just see if I can get a third episode out before I start talking about 10s, all right? Um, yeah, so thank you for those who listen to the best podcasts on the internet. Uh, there's six of you. Those of you who didn't, you suck. You're the reason that uh, we're not... Well, we are we are technically the best, but our viewership is not the best. So we need to work on that, okay? So you six, thank you. Uh, the other millions, billions, there's billions of people on the earth. You're the worst, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe one day you'll, you'll grow to become the best few. Speaking of that, uh, our Discord, yeah. Didn't, I, I offered up five open spots for it and only two got redeemed disappointed definitely disappointed so this week there's only uh one one spot and i'm gonna drop password right now it's it's a single deuce that's what it is message me on discord uh savvy oh boy i did a thing uh savvy hashtag 5582 i started being like secretive with my you know discord thing you know you can have like your little facebook update well mine's creating right now because i'm creating this the best podcast on the internet i didn't want to say that but just creating because it's artsy and great so been an interesting week uh you know financials have been on my mind a lot which is not fun money sucks how the government controls us other than the microchips that are coming in the uh the covid vaccines money is the next best way it's it's had me thinking a lot on how do you figure out your self-value not like your value like oh murder's bad you know that's good luck with that one um but like how much are you worth per hour Like, what is your value? And it's interesting because, you know, I feel people value themselves higher than they really should be. And then they also proceed to do things that, you know, aren't within their value thing. Valuation. It's weird. It's weird when you look at the world in sense of money, so to speak. Like... 
I'm 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 searching for a new job. Okay. Um, my current job, twenty dollars an hour, Maple Leaf bucks. So, uh, for those of you in the U.S. of A., that's like three dollars an hour. It's not that bad, but you know. So I feel that's all right, except the job brings no fulfillment to my life, and I often Google search the highest bridge to jump off of. Um, but so the value's there, but the job enjoyment isn't there. And I mean, that's probably why they make the pay what it is. So I've just been on, um, some interviews and I have a new position offered to me and I sort of put in the wheelhouse, Hey, I'm looking for around this much because I think that's what I'm worth. I think, you know, not to toot my horn, that's what I'm worth. X amount per, per, per hour. And first off, the worst question in the interview is, how much do you think you should get paid? I don't know, dickhead. I don't know what your budget is. And you're asking me to assess my value. And if I value myself too high, I don't get the job. And if I give you that value and then you come in under it, you're a douche, you know, you don't see me valued as that much. So it's, ah, it's such a weird mental internal battle going back and forth, trying to be like, how much am I worth per hour or year, whatever, let's go per hour. Cause it's just easier to relate to. And it's just, it's crazy. And then when you start breaking things down per hour, like, Hey, I'm going to go for lunch. Oh man, that, you know, 30 minutes of lunch. I just ate. Was that worth the X amount of hours of my time at, you know, like if you're making $20 an hour and lunch is, we'll say $10. Was that worth 30 minutes of your time? You know, like, is that cause you're being paid. So that costs half of your time for an hour. So was that meal worth it? So it's just, it's an interesting concept when you start breaking down everything valued around the value of your hour. <clears throat> and you really start looking at things considerably different that way. Like when somebody asks you to help them move and you're like, you can't afford me. My value is this much and you don't deserve that much, you know? And I think it's, it's also kind of a dangerous mindset to get into as well, because then you just, you become an asshole really. And you just, everything is money. And I don't, I don't know if that's a great way to live. I really don't like, you know, Hey, I want to buy this cool, you know, toy, you know, okay. I'll, I'll level. I'm looking at I'm looking at starting a secret Lego project. That's that's what it is. A secret Lego project because, you know, I'm an adult man child who likes to play with Lego. Not play. I like to build and then I'm going to create content with it and hopefully create the most epic Lego City Twitch and Patreon has ever, you know, been offered to see and be a part of. I, there's listen, that's a different conversation for a different 
you know, different podcast. And if you want to see it, head over to BJ and Co's Twitch, YouTube, and Discord, because that's where it'll probably be. So, sponsored ad. Uh, speaking of sponsors, I did actually get a sponsor. That It took me one podcast to get a sponsor. Except it's the company that's hosting my podcast. And they only pay uh, to people in the States. So, I'm not... I'm not letting them be a sponsor because I can't get paid for it. Rip. Um, yeah. So I want to do this this sort of project, this Lego building project. But every time I look at a set, it's like recently I've been in the what's my value mentality. And it's like, okay, well, that set right there is half a day's work. Yes. It's a fair size and it'll take me, you know, two hours to build and I'll get enjoyment out of that. So, I mean, technically, I'm getting value back based on enjoyment. So then you have to figure out what's your value to enjoyment ratio. Okay. And working previously in the golf industry, that's a it's a crazy number, right? Like some people at the last golf course I worked at they're they were willing to pay a hundred and eighty five dollars for a four hour round of golf so first off they're giving up four hours of their day that they could potentially be you know working let's say people have a choice to work okay so four hours we'll say at twenty dollars an hour okay we're doing math it's math time that's right that's $80 that they could have made. But in those four hours, they technically lost, we'll say two, they've lost $200, okay? So they're, they've lost technically a potential $280 for enjoyment. So now is that saying that enjoyment is valued more? then said you know just monetary value because 280 that's 70 dollars an hour for enjoyment that they're paying but they're only getting paid potentially 20 dollars an hour and it with them spending like it's just it's a it's an interesting concept to look down on your enjoyment value to your personal income value. And I, I honestly don't think that, I think this is extremely, <laughs> this is extremely terrible to be analyzing because you'll just spiral into depression very fast because at the end of the day, you're gonna be a broke ass bitch if you start micro analyzing every choice you've made on if you've made money off of it like here, here's one that has sent me into a downward spiral all right so i've been working my job ho-hum job you've, you need zero education to do it well not to toot my own horn i have three pieces of university paper okay i have a business administration diploma i have a professional golf management certificate and i have a radio broadcasting communications diploma okay 
So that radio broadcastings, yeah, radio broadcastings. It's not word broadcasting. It's, it's weird. You put an S. It sounds very strange. The communications diploma. Two years of my life I spent living away from home and $5,000 a year for school. And I don't know about, we'll say easy numbers. Uh, rent for two years was $30,000, which you're like, how's that possible? Well, you know, at like $1,400 a month for two years, you're like, wow, that's where all my money goes. Sure does. Um, so that was, you know, like a $40,000 swing, like kick to the nuts of loss. But then you start thinking about it. You're like, but if I didn't go to school and let's say I worked a job and made $40,000 an hour or $40,000 a year, then you're like, okay, well, there was 80 I could have made $80,000 in the two years and then the 40. So I just lost $120,000. Obviously there's expenses in the numbers. We'll say uh, I've lost, you know, 40,000 or $80,000 after expenses. You know, it's just one of those. And you're like, wow, I could do so much more with $80,000. But obviously the math isn't, you know, sound tight. Let's just, I'm, we're gonna, you know, we're just, we're, we're surface leveling this for you six that are listening. Okay. If you want, we can get into like overtime, extra time and dive deep into like, you know, the mathematics. And that might, that might be interesting for half of a person, but it's just, and then you're like, okay, well that's fine, but hopefully schooling will pay off and then it doesn't. And then depression kicks in and then you're back to Googling the highest bridge to jump off of. And sadly, uh, in the town I live, I guess it's a city, uh, there's only one bridge. Well, okay. It's not, there's only one worthy bridge and I don't even know if it's high enough. Like you could, you would probably survive it. So I'd probably have to find like a mountain. Like there's lots of mountains around, so I could definitely like, Hey Google, what's the best mountain for me to throw myself off of and not survive? And then it's like, I'm calling help. Sorry, I don't have any information Thanks Google. Uh, see, she didn't even have, I don't know if you heard that, but she said she had no information about that, which is good because I feel that question might get asked a lot. If people start basing their lives on value and you know, sometimes you make choices in life, not based off money. Like when I was living away from home, I was four hours away from, you know, my family and the place that I called home home. This was a temporary home that I was living in. And I would drive pretty much every weekend, four hours to go home. Financially, terrible decision. Mentally, and street cleanup wise, great decision. Because the amount of times I would have jumped off a bridge, just going insane, 
you know, is, is it's crazy. And I mean, it's it's one of those weird ones because like I'm fine on my own if I know that I'm on my own. But if I'm sitting there on my own and there was the option that I could have been happy with my partner and I was just like, ah, I'm going to be alone. That's when it starts weighing on you. Like if you're, if I, if I was a single person, I would be fine. Don't worry. If anything happens to me and I become single, fingers crossed, it never happens. Not that it's a bad thing for you single ladies out there. All the single ladies, all the single ladies. Um, not a bad thing. Fight the power, fight the man. Um, I would be fine, you know. There might be the odd, you know, prostitute. I'm just kidding. I've never, I would never pay for a prostitute. I would start charging people and I would be the prostitute. Um, I digress. I would be completely fine being a single person knowing that, hey, you know what? I'm not, you know, my partner isn't sitting there alone and I'm sitting alone in a different location and I had the option to go do it. To me, that value mentally is better than a financial choice. So once again, the enjoyment factor or value is higher than, you know, personal time value. Because I mean, really, four hours of driving one way every weekend, if I was working at, we'll say, what I value my time, $20, it, you know, that's $160 a weekend I could have made just in driving. And I didn't. I ended up paying gas and time just to be with my partner. So I guess her time's worth more than mine. Long story short, it's, it's a slippery slope once you start <clears throat> looking at life in financial value. And I, I mean, it sucks because you have to do it sometimes. You have to look at life with financial decisions from time to time. Otherwise, you just become me, some schlub on the internet trying to figure out a VPN so that he can read a sponsorship for this company that's hosting his podcast because they don't offer payments to his far Arctic North Canadian country that he lives in. Just scrounging for money or trying to build Lego cities and build a community around it. You just, you go crazy trying to, trying to chase money and then you fail and then you get depressed anyways. So... Yeah, you need to, you need some financial decisions to be in your life as well. They suck. Let me tell they're not fun for the most part. There's some enjoyment that comes from it, like buying a new car is fun for a while. And then after, you know, six to eight years of paying it off, you're like, uh-huh. Yep. Here come the payments. The entertainment value's gone down. But if you enjoy driving and you're using the vehicle to its fullest, you you might not mind it. So, you know, speaking of vehicles, this is it's it this is a self-value thing as well. And just a financial value. The other well, when was it? Two weeks ago, probably when I recorded the first podcast, my brand new vehicle 
was having some technical difficulties. So I took it in and I went and I said, yep, we should have an answer for you by today. Service guy. Let's call him Jerry. What a douche. Um, he says, I'll text you by the end of the day. I'll let you know what's going on. I took it at, in all fairness, I had also run over a nail. Terrible luck. So flat tire, need to get it patched. That's whatever. And I mentioned another problem. So end of the day comes by, didn't get a text. Jerry, first off, don't fucking tell me you're gonna text me and not text me, okay? I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs while at work, which I shouldn't be twiddling my thumbs, I should be working, and you didn't text me. Son of, I hate that. If you're gonna, if you say you're gonna do something as little as send me a text, and you don't even do that, you don't value my time. So why should I even acknowledge you as a human being, Jerry? Piece of shit. Um, I don't even know if his name's Jerry because I'm so angry with him. I've deleted him from my memory. But facial recognition is high, and I will gladly run him over with my vehicle next time I get it. Um, so... I call them the next day and they're like, oh yeah, so-and-so went home early. So his time is like now triple the value of my time because he went home early, the douchebag. Screw you, Jerry. And after that, he didn't leave notes on what was wrong with my vehicle. He didn't tell me what was wrong with my vehicle. So I'm sitting there with my thumb up my ass waiting for my vehicle. No vehicle. They're like, we should have an answer by the next day. Are you kidding me? Next day comes around. Oh, yeah. Uh, ooh, we're just starting it now. And it's midday already. I'm like, I want my vehicle. And so long story. Jerry was supposed to call me and tell me that they're waiting for a part for my brand new vehicle that shouldn't be broken. And he called the wrong customer and offered them a rental car. And he was supposed to call me and offer me a rental car. So obviously Jerry's value of his time is a little too high of himself and he should be hit by a bus. Secondly, I get a crappy, I, I finally eventually talked to a service person. Okay. And they're like, oh yeah, we can't get rentals right now because our manager has to be in, but you can take our loaner vehicle. I'm like, okay, I guess I need to tell you what kind of vehicle I, I've recently just purchased a 2020 Jeep Wrangler base model. Don't think I'm little Richie Rich here, but you know it's a decent, a decent forty thousand dollar vehicle. So with my value time, that I value my time at, and my current pay, it matches up that I can afford this. Good for me. Good budgeting. Okay, I did that. Kind of good budgeting. Um. So. They offer me a loaner vehicle from the dealership. It's one of those, I'm sorry if you like this vehicle, but to me it's terrible. It's a crappy, one of those Fiat SUVs. I go from a Jeep Wrangler to a Fiat SUV. And the freaking, you know, entertainment screen doesn't even turn on. Radio doesn't even work. So, first off, I'm paying, uh, you know, a decent amount of money every two weeks to drive a nice Jeep Wrangler and now I'm in a Fiat. Like what's going on? Secondly, finally, Monday comes around and 
you know, I'm not happy. I finally get told this part's on its way, except it's not going to be there till the end of the month. Okay. So this is probably like the 12th of January. And they're like, yeah, the 29th, probably. I'm like, son of a bugger, nuts, squash. So I'm like, okay. They're like, but we've got a rental signed up for you. It's part of your warranty package. I'm like, thank God. So I return the loaner vehicle and they don't even offer to drive me to the rental place. It's not far and I'm fat, so I should walk. So I did. And <clears throat> so I walk there and that's great. I get there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. What am I going to get? Getting rental cars is always fun. You get to drive something new, probably that you'd never really ever buy. And that's exactly what happened to me. I get in and the guy's like, hey, yeah, so it's with Dodge. So you have to drive a Dodge. I'm like, ooh, this will be fun. Except they gave me a Dodge Caravan. Once again, I'm Googling the highest cliff to throw myself off of. And, you know, a Dodge Caravan. Okay, I get it. It was a nice Dodge Caravan and the utility of it is nice. Except I'm paying, I'm still paying monthly or bi-weekly for my Jeep Wrangler and I'm driving a Dodge Caravan. So, as I'm getting into this Dodge Caravan, somebody pulls up to, and returns a four-door Jeep Wrangler. Mine's a two-door because I'm pimp chimping. Okay. And, you know, I don't need to haul stuff. I'm just, I'm out there picking up chicks unintentionally because I don't, I don't need it. I don't need a chick. I've got my partner. So, you know, two door all the way. Um, so bitches stay back. This guy's taken. All right. Hopefully that statement stays like, like ages well. And I don't end up being single. But if, like I said, if I knew I was going to be single, that's fine. Because then I could survive. I'll be fine. But. It's all full circle here, what we're talking about, okay? So, I talk to the guy, say, hey, when that's done, can you call me? And I've been so let down by my dealership that I'm like, I'm not even going to get a freaking phone call. He's like, yeah, sure. So, later that day, I get the phone call, and they bring me, they deliver me the Jeep Wrangler four-door, which is great. So, they delivered it to me took away that caravan i'm assuming drove it off the bridge that i now know is the highest bridge and uh it's great there's no more bridge it got driven off of um so long story short they're like hey so like you'll return the jeep on the 23rd i'm like nope talk talk to dodge i have no idea when i'm returning this vehicle mainly because who the hell knows when i'm getting my part and now it's Spoiler, February 2nd, I'm still driving this rental vehicle. And I have heard nothing from my dealership. So moral of the story, fuck you, Jerry. Uh, there's a reason I'm talking to you on the Deuce podcast, because you're the shittiest. And uh, I will never go back to that service. There's another dealership in town, Dodge. So I'll go, I'll go to them. I will. And the worst part is they're still probably going to charge me to for me to plug my tire. It'll be like $37, but they're still going to charge me even though I've been through the ringer. Okay? I know these are first world problems and people are, you know, starving and 
uh, dehydrate dying. But once again, uh, the value of my time. That's that's all I got to say. You know, it's I don't know. It's it's infuriating because I just spent so much extra time on this and I could have been, you know, creating a brain nugget on how to become, you know, game GameStop should have been buying those stonks. But I, I wasn't able to pay attention to the stonks because I was freaking, you know, being screwed around by Jerry, you son of a bitch. So I'm, I'm just saying when we get down to the nitty gritty, tr try not to put too much value on your time and make decisions based off of that. Like you should have an idea of value of your time. Like, okay, long story short, I went for the the, the follow-up interview to the, the job I was applying for, and they came in underneath what I had said. So it was kind of a slap in the face. But at the same time, it's like this job's good and there's potential to grow. So do you take the little slap in the face and all the added benefits that come with the job and look at the future because you might consider staying there for a while? Or do you just tell them to go F themselves and go for a hike. I think I'm going to take it. You know, it's a little humbling, but at the same time, if you can make it work, because you got to look at it financially now, and it's a good position that could lead to better things, it's maybe worth doing. And I mean, obviously you have to have a self-value. Most people do, and if you don't, I urge you to probably think of what your time is valued at. And then use that when it is appropriate. I stress when it's appropriate to make decisions. But also, you know, value your enjoyment time. And if you can figure out an en enjoyment to time value ratio that is uh, sustainable and a good one, which it's so tough to say because it's different per person depends what you're into right you know personally i don't think a prostitute is worth it but i'm guessing hundred dollars an hour that's pretty steep sex is great but there's also consequences with the dirty prostitute sex not all prostitutes are dirty i'm sure there's some clean prostitutes but i just don't and you could be working a job and make money and I mean, I get it, you make money so that you can spend money, and that's how economy works, but, you know, business administration diploma right there. That's that's showing, shining through. Make money to spend money to make economy grow good. There you go. You don't even need to go to university now. Um, I, just, I just don't think the entertainment. I mean, you know, if, if they had like a 10-minute a rate, okay, maybe. Maybe now we're talking. But like a full hour, like that includes pillow talk afterwards. And that's weird. I, I don't want to pay for pillow talk. Okay. So yeah, <clears throat> this has been the uh, shittiest El uh, deuce of uh, the best podcast on the internet so far. Uh, come back in, I don't know, maybe 10 weeks. There might be the, the second deuce podcast of the best podcast on the internet. Be sure to join uh, my Discord. 
by messaging me and I'll send you an invite. Barry uh, Exclusive Club. So many perks and value added. There isn't. But the entertainment value you get out of it is good. And you can do it while working. You could just hang out and be chatting to us. So, like, you're making double money at that point with Discord. Uh, special thanks to BJ and Co. I say that because I'm part of it and promoting it. Lol. Go check them out. When I say them, I mean me and my buddy Ben. Uh, we got YouTube videos and Twitch content as well. And hey, you know, if you like the podcast, just say, hey, Savvy, that was a good podcast. It wasn't that shitty, even though it's in the title. Deuce. Um, so, yeah, maybe I'll do this again in another two weeks or even a week. Maybe. Let's see. Uh, be sure to rate five star wherever you listen to this, this too. I don't even know where it posts it. Spotify, probably. Maybe Apple Music. I don't think I'm good enough for Apple yet. But it is the best podcast on the internet, and they will be knocking soon. So, I hope you enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.